Good afternoon. It's June 6, 2021. It's a Sunday, and we want to welcome you into the Peculiar Podcast. Um, at this day, we will talk about the significance of the bow, aka the rainbow, and we have scripture for you, and then we have some keywords and definitions, and then we'll move right into the actual meat of this podcast. Um, to start out today, like always, we'll do a prayer. I'm in a different location, so it might sound a little different. I don't have my actual microphone. I have my lapel mic that I used to use. So when traveling, that's what I take with me. So hopefully you get the gist of this and it's able to minister to your soul. So let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time and this podcast, Lord. We thank you for the information you've poured out to share. Lord, we hope that everyone gets what they're supposed to from this and this teaching. And Lord, we bless you. We lift you up and magnify your name. We thank you for your son, Jesus, and all the things that you do. In his name we pray. Amen. So again, we're going to start with some scripture. There's probably about six, seven verses, and then we'll get right into the key words, and then we'll get into our podcast. So thank you again for listening. The podcast is about the rainbow, the significance of it, and we'll read from Genesis chapter 9, verses 11 through 17, and we'll start with verse 11. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood. Neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. Verse 12. And God said, This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. Verse 13. I do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be... For a token of a covenant between me and the earth. Verse 14. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. Verse 15. And I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh and the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. Verse 16, and the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look up on it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is up on the earth. And lastly, verse 17, and God said unto Noah, this is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is up on the earth. Now that's a good re reading and word there. We ask God to bless that word and add to it and go forth. Now some keywords and definitions. The first keyword I have is establish, and that's to found or settle permanently to appoint or ordain. So when you establish something, you make it happen, you uh, found it, you put it in its proper place, and it's appointed to be what it is and God established the rainbow so we'll get to that covenant is our next word to promise or pledge so when you make a covenant with somebody you're making a promise to them or you're pledging to them that it will happen 
Next is the word token. Something that is intended or supposed to represent or indicate an event. It's a sign or a symbol. And the next word is perpetual, where it talks about the generations. That is something that is continuing or enduring forever. And the last word that I looked up and searched into was rainbow or the bow. And that's a symbol from God that he would never again use a flood to destroy the earth. And that's a biblical definition there. Again, those are the definitions and this, the topic today is the significance of the bow, a.k.a. the rainbow. Now, the topic of the bow and the rainbow became prevalent this week when um, the month of June began and quote-unquote Pride Month came to life and came to light. Um, pride in our world is something that the LGBTQ plus uh, people use with their movement. Uh, the rainbow is something that they use for their flag and to associate their people with. Now, that's all good and well, and we'll get to what it means. We're not a, saying that they're bad people. We don't dislike them. We don't hate them. But my job is to bring the truth that God gives me and share it, and some don't like that. Some didn't like what I posted on Facebook about the rainbow, but God wrote it, not me. God said it, not me. So we'll go forth and we'll continue to do what we're supposed to do, sharing in love. Uh, when you see the first rainbow, you first notice that it is uh, different from uh, God's original rainbow. So the rainbow that they have, is what I'm saying, is different from God's original rainbow. Uh, and I'm not saying that out of hate. I'm not saying it in a hateful way, but there is a difference, and that's what we're going to break down and show so that people can see there is truly a difference between what God says and what the world says. Um, I'm saying this for the purpose of teaching only. Um, when I teach, I have to give what God has told me to give versus what the world wants to hear. Uh, the flag that these people use, the quote-unquote flag, has six colors in it. Now, this number of six is the number of man, which God says in the Bible, and uh, John says in Revelation, the number six is the number of man. Uh, God's number is seven, and the original rainbow has seven colors in it. Like I said before, the flag that they use for this uh, LGBTQ plus and their associates they use six colors in that rainbow and it's very distinguished you can tell um, and that's not to dog them that's not to look down on them they're just doing what they do uh, but God's original rainbow like I said has seven colors on it and those colors are the Roy G. Biv it's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo and violet God set those colors not me Again, we're just sharing that because it's instrumental in what God used to make things happen at the time of Noah. Uh, the rainbow was originally provided by God to Noah and his family and those that were on the earth as a promise uh, and a covenant that he would never again use a flood of water to destroy the earth or its people. 
that was a great promise that has carried on to this day. So this allows us to know that God does not lie and that he keeps his word. The rainbow or bow coming onto the scene allows the believer to trust God, just as Noah and his family have. So it's a trust thing. It's a trust factor. And Noah trusted God. Noah was a righteous man. The Bible says that. It also shows God's truth and his love for those who trust in him when others don't. So the world may not trust in him. They, had, they do their own thing, and they'll answer for that, and we'll answer for what we do as believers. So in all things, trust God. Think back to how many Noah was telling and told that there was a flood coming, even though it had never rained. Noah was telling them this. He said there will be a flood, and people, many called him foolish, many ignored him, and he just kept building. He kept building the ark. He kept doing what God told him to do. And that still goes on in our society today. You can tell somebody that Jesus is coming back and they ignore it, they ignore it, they ignore it. But then when he finally does, they're going to say, oh my, oh my, I should have listened. Um, the rainbow in the scripture is called a token. So God calls this a token. And that means that it was used to signify that God would keep his covenant for many generations. So when you're talking perpetual generations, it's talking about for future families and future times, and that's us. Uh, we are and should be thankful for this. I know I am. Uh, the great significance of the rainbow is that God chose to give it to Noah and generations after so they would know that a flood would not destroy the earth or its people or the creatures that are on the, on the land. Another significance is that before the actual flood, it had never rained on earth. So we talked about that a minute ago. It had never rained at that point. So God was fed up. He was tired. People weren't listening. So he had to do something to get attention and gain the attention of the people. Um, at that time, there was probably dew, mist, and vapors, but no real rain. So God had to do something that was going to call the people and get their attention. And it often it, it killed people off because they didn't listen and follow his direction. And God called the bow into effect. It came after the rain and it was in a cloud. Even after a good rain or thunderstorm in our lives today, we can still see God's promise and covenant standing by the way of the rainbow. And we say hallelujah to that. We're thankful. And God is great. He's amazing. We're thankful for that. And we're thankful for him keeping his word, his promises, and his truth to an all generations that endure his word. Um, now let's go to the text. In Genesis 9-11, God states that he will establish a covenant, a covenant with Noah. So to establish this covenant, that means that he's going to set it out. He's going to found it. He's going to make it. And he's going to push that and ordain it so that Noah and his family see what God's talking about. And it's going to give them some belief in God for the character that they have. Um, the covenant is that God will not destroy the flesh, which is people, or the earth, which is the land, by way of a flood. In verse 12, God explains there is now a pledge between himself, Noah, and every living creature for generations to come. That's forever. So again, that's over generations. That's but that perpetual means enduring forever. It's going to go on and on and on until Jesus comes back. Now let's look at verse 13. 
God says he sets his bow, which is the rainbow, and it personally came from God in the cloud. So it says in the cloud. So it's a part of that. So when we see it in the air now, it's coming from the clouds and it's in mixed in. So when you take a picture of a rainbow, you can see that reflection. And that's just God doing what he does. God placed it there. So that's him taking his mighty hand and drawing it up, putting it there and doing what he does. He calls the rainbow a token, as I said before. Now, we see this word several times, token um, of the covenant, meaning that it's a sign between God, Noah and future generations. That includes us. So get happy, get excited because we're included in that promise if we follow God and Jesus Christ. In verse 14, God makes a powerful statement. He says that it will happen that when he brought a cloud over the earth, that his rainbow would be seen in the cloud. So he's going to bring this cloud over the earth after a storm or after a rain, and then people will be able to see it with their own eyes. That's mighty and amazing. Not too many can do that. Nobody can, but God. So this right here makes his promise true, and it makes the rainbow his significant sign for the believer in Christ. So it's not just some sign that somebody's supposed to use for something else, like the world uses it for what they do. So it's a sign between God and his people. Um, God gives signs to prepare his people, to help his people, and to confirm to his people. This sign of the rainbow was definitely a confirmation note to the people that God was going to hold his promise through and endure to all generations. That is a great thing. That's something we should, again, be thankful for. We should shout and hallelujah. Now, we skip down to verse 15, and God says he will remember. So he's going to look back over time and remember what happened back then. And it says he will remember his covenant and the earth or people will not be destroyed by a flood again. So he's going to look back to way back when Noah was going through what he was going through, dealing with the people he was dealing with and see what they did and not flood the earth again because he used it for that moment in time to get people's attention. So he won't use that for us. It didn't say that he would ever, there would never be a flood again. It didn't say that the earth wouldn't get super wet like it does. It just won't destroy everything. And that's a blessing because God kept his word once again. He said that he won't destroy us. He didn't say that it wouldn't happen and there wouldn't be rain that flooded the earth. He just said it wouldn't kill people. It wouldn't take people out. It wouldn't mess with creation. So when Noah and his family went up into the ark and they took the animals and they took everybody that was supposed to be there, he blessed them then and he's blessing us now. That rainbow was just a sign thereafter to let them know that he kept his promise. In verse 16, God again paints the picture of the rainbow being in the cloud. Notice I'm putting an emphasis on in because it's in the cloud and bringing himself to remembrance of the everlasting pact that he made with all the people and the creatures that were alive then and for these generations that we live in now. Now, finally, in verse 17, God speaks to Noah, who is a righteous man. Like I said before, Noah was very righteous. Noah, despite what other people said, he stuck to what God said. He listened to God and he still fought through. Noah went on 
and use God's truth and his word to share with other people, even though they pushed it to the side, but he stayed righteous. And it restates in this verse that the rainbow is a token of their covenant. So the pact that they have, all will see it because of the rainbow. The rainbow is not something we play with. It's not something that we use for a flag and this and that. Yeah, but people do things like that. That becomes an idol. So we don't want any idols. It's just in the cloud to keep the sign that God will never flood the earth, his people, or the creatures that are living on it. Amen. Hallelujah. But he was letting Noah know that this was their sign. It was their connection. And it was their billboard for the future of their covenant. And this covenant has went on and on and on. He had this covenant with him. He had a covenant with Abraham. God, when he connects with his people, he does it well and he does it the best. Now, all will see this as the bow or the rainbow and know that God is good, that he keeps his word and that his truth endures to all generations. Once again, this is God's sign and not for any other intentions. So if you're using it for other intentions, I, I'd request that. You look to God, read this word in Genesis chapter 9, verses 11 through 17, and get the truth. Get the truth behind it. God ordained it, and he established it. Hallelujah and glory to God. So when you, when you see these false rainbows out here, like I said before, they have six colors in it. God's has seven. So if there's six, it's false, just like Satan. There's a number of men. It goes with Satan, it's of the world, it's false. That's the same thing I had to explain to somebody that there's a difference between love and lust. God is love. Lust is going after what you want because God says you can't have it or because you just feel that you deserve it. We don't deserve anything. Jesus Christ deserves it all. That's why he went to the cross for us to make it so we don't have to spare our sins. He spared them for us. And he took the beating that we should have took. So this rainbow is effective. It's alive as well as being used by God to tell generations now through when Jesus comes back that he's not going to flood the earth anymore. He's not going to kill his people off with it. But he did say the next time he will come by fire. And that could be physical fire. That could be fire out of the mouth of Jesus because the revelation does speak of that. Now, you're free to believe whatever you want, but I believe in God's word and I believe that I'm giving you what he wants me to share with you so you can share it with others. Like I said, I posted on Facebook and talked about the rainbow and how there were seven colors in the original rainbow and seven is God's number of completion is God's com number of his people. If you look in Revelation, the number seven is significant throughout it with seven lamps um, Lamp stands, seven stars, seven this, seven that. There's a lot of sevens that go on. And there are also six. And God says through John that that's the number of man. And that's where we come up with the number 666, which also is evil and it's not good. The number 777 is God's number, which is good, great, and to be praised because it's of God. Now... There will be many that get mad about this. They'll say, the rainbow is ours. It's this, it's that, it's this, it's that. No, it's God's. And if you love God, 
I'm sure he'd be happy to have you use it in the correct manner and in the correct order. But when it's used for things that are not of God, he gets mad, he gets angry, and God is a God of wrath. He is a God of love, but he's also a God of correction. So we just wanted to clear some things up and let you know where the original rainbow came from and what its overall um, significance was. And that was to let God's people know that he would never flood the earth again or take out people by this flood. Now, please continue to share it. Like I said, let someone know and it'll be helpful in their day. Now, also continue to go out and bless people. Show them love, show them the love of Christ and keep within the word. God's word will take you places that you could never go on your own. And even when you're in a place like I am on vacation, God still shines. He still shows up. The sun's shining. Um, he's gave us great air quality. He's gave us great days. We're enjoying it. We got we had a great flight here. God's going to keep doing his thing over and over and over, even when we don't deserve it. I know some think we do, but we don't. He will make a way. So just keep that in mind. Keep in mind the rainbow is his and share that with many others. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time. And we thank you for this tick of the clock. We thank you for the rainbow and its significance, Lord. And for the love you share around it from Noah until now, Lord, just let us understand that your word is true. Your word is prevalent and your word is in our future, our past, and it will be definitely be in our present. Lord, let those that believe find Jesus and let him be the Lord of their life and their savior. Lord, go forth and let all the world know that you reign and that your time is not like ours. Your love is not like ours. Your peace is better than ours. Lord, we just give you all the honor, glory, and praise that you are due this and every day forth. Lord, bless the name of Jesus. He is Lord, King, and all authority. In your son's name we pray. Amen. We want to thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. We hope that you share it with somebody else. We hope that you go out this week Share the love of Christ. Be who he's made you to be and become a better citizen, a better kingdom person, and a better love that someone else can see the Jesus in you. God bless and take care.